When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. God bless you guys. God bless the world, buddy. Let's go racing. This is the Loud Pedal Podcast. A very diverse cast of automobile racing characters. With your host, NBC Sports television analyst and part-time midget racer, it's D. Welch and Mr. Dylan Welch. Yeah, you damn right I got that out there. Oh, that stupid-ass flagman. They got a dumb-ass flagman they can't see. And an expert in only one category, food. Now, look how big those things are. Little meat on the bone there. And cook perfect. Well, sometimes racing, but mostly food. When you're talking a, a meal, like, oh, I'm about to die... I will ask for 15 to 20 chicken wings. It's heavy lunch, Tyler Burnett. It's episode 101 of the Loud Pedal Podcast on Flow Racing. Heavy lunch, D. Welch with you on January 4th. We are recapping the Lucas Oil Tulsa shootout and looking forward to what is going to be a spectacular week at the Chili Bowl Midget Nationals on Flow Racing. Uh, then after that, if all of us are still alive and we're not sick, uh, we go to Dylan's wedding. So it's going to be a big couple weeks here, bud. Yeah, it is. Hopefully you get uh, those dulcet tones restored before uh, next week. It's bad. The, the microfumes uh, didn't help me this week, uh, this past week. But no, I'm just more worried about my suit fitting. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to be there up there. The guy at the front has a, a, you know. Of course, I would probably be the the correct person to if you would pick that out of the out of the guys that would be up there that would have a, a you know, a missized suit. But I'm hoping to not be that guy, right? Yes, hopefully, hopefully not, <laughs> for your sake and mine. It was a good week at the Tulsa Shootout. Uh, lots of good content. D. Welch, did you watch any of the races? Did you see any of our content? I did. I uh, I didn't get a chance to watch a ton on Saturday, but um, watched pretty much everything else. And and yeah, the, the the stuff you guys put out was was awesome. You and Chat, you know the uh, the all the behind the scenes stuff was great. And then uh, obviously the on track product too was was spectacular all week. You know, I, I thought um, you know it's it's great that people are are being able to watch the shootout, you know, cause it was always, it's always been great racing, but obviously hasn't been as accessible as um, even the chili bowl in the past. But now that it's on flow, it's been great for people to kind of learn more about micro racing and you know what it offers. I think we had the bingo card on night one. We had a fight uh, on night one that was kind of ugly, right? Yeah. One of them went to the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Like one of the Howards gash on his head or something. Yeah. 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 Uh, there were a lot of behind the scenes video that really looked like one of those characters that was involved in that fight was pretty disappointing. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, and, um, yeah, it's like at the end of the day, it's a grown man on a 
you know, I guess still a grown man, but like the dad on a kid, like, come on, you know, I don't, I haven't seen, uh, I haven't seen what has come of that legally. Um, but hopefully the appropriate measures have been taken. Yeah. Yeah. We always seem to, well, that was the first night. So it was winged outlaw heat races, uh, was the first night. And then, um, usually the stakes start to get ratcheted up more towards the qualifiers on Friday because you got to pass a lot of cars and get some passing points. So, um, it was a good week. I'm, the racing was really good on Friday night. The qualifiers were just tremendous. If you, if, if you don't get a chance to watch, uh, some of the racing in that building, I think Fridays, Fridays at the qualifiers for the shootout, some of the best racing you see all year. Yeah, it is. And, and I think that's kind of my point, you know, is that, uh, Chili Bowl has this, you know, this aura about it of, of being the, you know, one of the most intense weeks in racing and it is, uh, but the shootout is right up there and, and arguably, uh, even more intense. Um, and, and yeah, I think, you know, and the guys in the booth kind of talked about it too. Um, but you can feel it in that building when, when the intensity level gets cranked up, whether it's for, uh, the chili bowl or, you know, qualifiers on, you know, Friday night at the shootout or whatever, like whatever it is, like you can feel it when, uh, you know, there's a lot on the line. Um, and I think that, I think that comes across even too, you know, on the broadcast and, you were there obviously. So, you know, but, um, you can feel it at home watching too. I think everybody does a great job of kind of explaining the hype, uh, that comes in, you know, comes at moments like that. And, um, it's, uh, it doesn't get any better, right. As a race fan, like that's, that's what it's all about is, is those kind of moments where, um, guys want to win that guys want to win so bad they're getting out of their cars and, you know, flipping each other off and screaming and hollering and yelling at each other. And, uh, you know, you just don't like the physical part of it, but the, but the intensity and the passion is always great. It's great theater, no doubt about it. Winners, uh, let's go through the, some of the winners for the Tulsa Shootout uh, as we begin our Sun Dollar Restoration Hat Shakes of the Week. Brought to you by Sun Dollar Restoration, Jason and Kim, based in Carmel, Indiana. Great friends of ours. They're actually going to be on Dylan's car for the Chili Bowl. Also, Zeb Wise's car at the Chili Bowl. Um, Zeb's car during the All-Star season. And we got a couple Hat Shake logos uh, on yours and Daniel Whitley's cars. So we, we actually made that happen this year. This has been, well, this is, uh, this was over 300 episodes or over 200 episodes now of the loud pedal podcast, probably about four years. And we have yet to have a, a hat shake logo on the car. So thanks to Brent Cox for actually making that happen. Yeah, that's, uh, it's pretty exciting. Hopefully we, uh, we give it a good run. Water, fire, mold restoration, in the greater Indianapolis, Indianapolis area. Uh, they're based in Carmel, Indiana. They'll put a roof on your house. They're great people, so visit them at sundollar.net. Uh, I'm going to go to the four main class winners. Uh, Stock non-wing, Gavin Bochelle got Kevin Swindell and Swindell Speed Lab, their first shootout golden driller. Uh, that was a big win for them. Bochelle had never made an A main in that building. Yeah, pretty wild. So that was started. I, I think his dad said they only brought a stock motor one stock motor and then they went out for their heat race and their qualifier, obviously uh, for that stock non-wing class and put it on the pole. So they're like, we're shutting down all the other cars. <laughs> we're only focusing on that one. And really you have to do that a lot of times. Yeah. And, and you know, for, for people that, that may not understand, you know, there's four classes at the shootout um, two that are stock motors, wing and non-wing and two that are considered outlaw motors, wing and non-wing and, you generally run the same car 
in stock wing and stock non-wing and then a different car in outlaw wing and outlaw non-wing. So um, doing it that way, you know, yeah, if you've got a shot at a win in one of them, you don't want to go out there and risk blowing it up or crashing it or something else. So um, you see that a lot of times and, and even guys like guys that bury deep in the, in the soup or something that know they're not going to make it, you know, you just park it and, um, you know, put all your eggs in the basket that has, that gives you the best shot of, of success. Yeah. And there are also some guys that run their stock cars in all the classes. So like yes. Ricky Thornton Jr. has two stock micros and um, he might get my early hat shake for the week he had um, just locking into two features of that stock car. But um, he had a tremendous week in the micro, but yeah, like for instance, uh, the kids that we were talking about, they got in a fight, uh, they're twins racing in the same class, with the same car. So yeah. they, have, they have the same car, one car and they're racing in the same class. They're just both trying to like, I guess, get whoever locks in better or is in a better position and they're going to choose that person. Is that how it works? I guess. Yeah. I don't know what happens if you both, both are in the same race or you both make the a main or like, it's, I don't know what happens there, I guess. I don't, I think there's a Chili Bowl rule against that. You cannot do that at the Chili Bowl, but you can do it at the Tulsa shootout. And we, we've seen it a couple of times. Uh, outlaw non-wing winner, TJ Smith. He's been really dominant in California. He was really good at the get back classic at Port city. Uh, really good race car driver. That was his first golden driller as well, D. Welch. Yeah, and and he's a guy who um, has you know run strong in that building uh, before, and just and just hasn't been able to you know to put it all together. Um, you know, so I thought that that was cool that um, you know a guy that has tried for so long and stuck with it, um, you know, finally got it done. So you kind of look at polar opposites there. You got a guy like Cam and a guy like Gavin Bushell who you know, makes his first feature and, and, you know, gets it done right off the bat. Um, you know, and a guy like TJ's had to, you know, had to really, really, uh, stay, stay with it to, to get one. The first two features, uh, both the non-wing features, they were really hammered down for most of the race. Uh, Brad Chandler, the guy who does the track for the chili bowl and for the shootout, he said that he, they missed it, uh, just a little bit. He said there was a, a ledge being built in a, in a place that they didn't want to be built. I think it was like probably a lane or, lane or two up, I think. And you can really lean on that. It was making it pretty narrow. So the the stock non-wing feature was actually really good. Jace Park passed Gavin Bochel, uh with like five laps to go to take the lead. And then they got a caution and Bochel actually passed him on the restart uh, to, to win. So I felt like all the features were really good. Uh, winged a class, uh, back-to-back winner here, Jake Agopian. Uh, I tweeted early on in the week, that dude just knows how to make a lot of speed in that building. You can just see, uh, the way he gets around there while he's on the bottom of the track, on the top of the racetrack, he never kills momentum in that place. And he's, he's going to win a lot of drillers. I think if he keeps going. Yeah. And, and I think that's the big question is it, how long is he going to keep doing it? Right. Um, you know, cause he's got his, got his kid that's running now and, and, um, the business to run. So, um, I guess if you keep winning, you, you know, maybe it's the Larson approach. You just keep running until you don't win and then maybe you're, you're done. But, um, yeah, he's, uh, hard, hard to beat in there. He's, he's one of the best. No doubt about that. And micros all over the place, not just in there. Yeah. That was his third driller. Actually his first driller, um, I forget the year, but I think he actually came, like crossed the finish line third, but the first two guys were DQ'd. 
and he um he won he won a driller that year being the third place guy. Um, he says that one doesn't count. He likes the two that he's he he's won and celebrated for right. Um, and then one of the stories of the week was Emerson Axum. He locked into all four main events: uh, stock non-wing, outlaw non-wing, wing day class, and outlaw winged. I feel like he was probably robbed of another driller uh, just by the track not being 100% right uh, for some of the races. But you could tell he was driving pissed off in the outlaw wing feature, and he put an ass kick into him and, and won the main event. So uh, he, I think he got out of the car and said, we deserve more than just one, you know, and, and he's probably not wrong. Yeah, I, I it was – I think I'm going to give my hat shake to him because I it's just watching him all week. Um, and there's a lot of guys that are this way that are, are micro um, just savants is the wrong word, but just guys that are so on top of those cars and just can put them exactly where they want to put them when they want to put it there. Um, and I thought watching him, that was really evident that he just was really, really in control of every car he drove. Um, and just was putting it exactly where he wanted to put it every time. And, and that's why he was in all four shows again, um, you know, because he, you know, we talk about it a lot, you know, there's a lot of things that are out of your control in that building. Um, but I felt like he kind of did his part to do what he could to control the controllables, if you will. Um, and I was just impressed watching him, um, you know, so I, I thought he was, I thought he was really, really strong and, um, probably good momentum for him coming into the Chili Bowl next week too. Yeah, yeah, he's going to be someone that you need to watch uh, this week at the Chili Bowl. He's going to have a good car. His dad wrenched on his micros for all four of those races and has for a long time at the shootout. And his, uh, I guess he's getting the green light from Andy Reinbold to, to wrench on their car uh, for Emerson at the Chili Bowl. So, um yeah, he's a guy that you're going to have to look out for. Uh, he doesn't get a lot of midget starts, uh, especially in the past couple of years, as Clawson Marshall Racing has slowed down their midget program. But I think that's a good fit for Emerson and his dad to go to Ryan Bolden. And we saw what, what you know, taking your package over to Ryan Bolden did last year, right, with Tanner Thorson. Yeah, and that's a good point. Um, you know, I, I think – you know, Emerson and Joe have always worked really well together. Um, and, and, uh, you know, the Ryan bolts have great, great equipment, obviously, and, and great guys over there that are working on their stuff. Um, regardless, you know, but then if you bring, if you bring your own kind of package and ideas over there, I think it, it meshes, it seems to mesh well with the platform they've already got. So, um, you know, I think, I think Emerson will be good. You know, he's, you know, we know he stains on the gas and know that he obviously knows how to get around there. Um, you know, so maybe a, a kind of change of scenery will, will do him some good this year. For sure. I was muted. Sorry. I wanted to, uh, let's see. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to the two uh, winners too. And what was it? Junior sprints and restricted. I'm trying to find their names. Uh, do you know? I don't have them off the top of my head. We mostly kind of focus on the top four classes uh, with the micros. So let me work on getting that as we uh, roll through here. Uh, it's a big week, as we were talking about. Uh, we just finished the Tulsa shootout. You can hear from my voice. It was a long, <laughs> hard week, right? Uh, and and we had a great time on flow racing. And 
Uh, one of the cool, one of the coolest stories coming out of the shootout. And I don't know if you watched the video, uh, Dylan, an 11 year old kid, Brayton Roberts, uh, chat interviewed him. He actually got to the shootout by flipping boats and flipping uh, car parts and selling stuff, you know, like having his own personal business at 11 years old. Uh, that video really took off. I, I didn't really believe in like the power of the internet until that thing. I don't think. Yeah, I did see that. By the way, Maddox McBride won the junior sprints and Jack Thomas won the stricter. Um, Thank you. But yeah, I I thought that was amazing. And, and, um, you know, I think you kind of you hear stories like that sometimes, but maybe not from somebody that young, um, you know, who, who actually makes it happen that way. Um, I thought that, I thought it was awesome. I thought the support that he received afterwards was, was super cool too. And I mean, it's people like that kind of stuff, that kind of hustle and that kind of desire to, uh, to do something, you know, like that. So I thought that was great. And I'm glad, I'm glad you guys found him and, and, and did that story. Cause that was, that was really cool. I asked him, who's the coolest guy that reached out to you after that video? He said, Keith Coons. That's cool. <laughs> and then he said, Bubba, the love sponge. From, oh, boy. from the radio yeah. show. Yeah. No, so, I think both of them gave a thousand dollars. So he was getting he out he said by the end of the week, we have nose wings. We don't need any more wings. Like we have four nose wings, we have two top wings. Like, cause F, you know, when we first posted the video, he didn't have a nose wing and he only had a top wing. So uh yeah, he actually got to race. We, you know, we followed a story till Saturday. He got to race in his B main finished all the laps. So hopefully we can see him come back next year. But yeah, that was a, that was a pretty cool story. Uh, a couple other stories to tie up from the shootout. Uh, Kyle Spence, he had a pretty good week. I think he locked into a, a three or four shows. It might've been just three. Um, didn't win a driller, but he'll be racing for Keith Coons. Uh, he won the get back classic at port city, uh, which is, which is a really good story. So uh, keep an eye on Kyle Spence this week, but there's a lot of shootout kids. Uh, you know, you, you talk about Brent Cruz, Gavin Bochelle, Kyle Spence. Um, you know, I'm, I'm probably missing some Cannon McIntosh, Emerson Axum, um, Kylie, Kaylee Bryson. You know, like there's some shootout kids that could, do, you know, make some noise at the Chili Bowl this week. Yeah, I think, and I think too, you know, they're all they're all people that we've obviously seen run midgets before and, and run well in midgets, but I think you look at like Cruz and Bochelle, um, it's, it's, they're another year older. They've got it. They've had another year of, of racing experience. They've had another year of life, frankly. Uh, so they're probably a little more mature just mentally and as people. Um, and, and that, that is important, you know, at, at the chili bowl, um, because you, you can be out of it, uh, before you're really even out of it. If you're not in the game mentally, you know, from the, the start of the night to the end of the night. So, um, you know, I, I think, I think just having, um, another year's worth of experience in, in both midgets and, and just as they continue to grow up, um, is going to be good for those kids. And, 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 you know, you know, we know, we know Kaylee's going to be good and their cannon will obviously be great. Um, but those, those two, too, Cruz was great last year, different team, different car this year. Um, and Gavin, you know, Gavin, we know is just fast. He's just got to figure out a way to put it together. So, um, I'm excited. You know, like, like we talked about, there's, there's, you're missing some of the big, 
you know, star power names this year, sure. But uh, there are plenty of guys to watch and pay attention to and guys that are going to make next week just as entertaining as ever. Yeah, I think I think it's a great opportunity for a lot of guys. I think you're going to see some first-time prelim winners. Um, you know, of course, Buddy Kofoid beat Larson on his night last year. But um, it's just, you know, I don't think C-Bell – like what? What is, what is he a Thursday guy? Yeah. Who, who was? When's the last time someone else besides Bell has won on a Thursday? You'd have to go back to probably twenty thirteen. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think he's won every Thursday since the first one he won. And Rico's got to be in the same boat, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, so I mean, Rico will be there, obviously, but like what I'm saying is like. It, it typically happens if you can figure out how to win on a prelim night there, you're going to have a good shot to come back the next year and win it again. Right. Uh, and it just, for some reason, the history repeats itself a lot in that building as, as far as pre, prelim nights. Yeah. And and I think that's why guys like to run the same night year after year, you know, it's whether it's a mental thing or it's a, um, it's not really a setup thing because you don't know what the track's going to do. So I think, I think honestly, it just is the routine aspect of it is, um, you know, guys just always have run those nights and they maybe have had success. So they like it and, and they stick with it and they just, this, the snowball keeps rolling down the hill. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I, th- I think there's, I think there's a legitimate shot to, you know, to mix up the prelim night winners and, and, and um, get some new faces up there. It'd be hard still. Cause you're still going to have to beat Thorson on Thursday, beat Grant on Friday, Rico runs Wednesday, Buddy runs Tuesday. Um, and then, Carrick won Monday last year, but he runs Friday, I think, this year. So Monday maybe is is the one that's kind of open uh, for somebody different to win. I think Cannon's going to win Monday. Yeah. <laughs> there, yeah I mean, and that, I mean, he, he, I don't, wouldn't be surprised in the slightest. He's, they've been really good this year. Their car's been really fast and he's, he's won a prelim night in that building uh, before. I'm just, you know, looking at some of the names, other names on Monday. Uh, Tim McCready, you know, he'll, he'll be good in the 39T. Um, you know, Kaylee Bryson's running on Monday too, but um, what what night are you running? Thursday again. Is that is that the night you usually run? I did last year. I've run Tuesday in the past a lot, um, but I ran Thursday for the first time last year, and I didn't actually like it, so um, wanted to wanted to stick with that again this year. Our boy Zebby's running on Monday too. He'll be good, yeah. He'll be tough. You put her on the show last year. I guess the goal is to get both Sun Dollar cars in there, or what? I think that would be. I think we'd go. We'd be going for the two in a row, right? Because we got them both in last year. So I think if we could do that again, that'd be pretty awesome. And then we get some Sun Dollar Hash Shake logos in, in there as well, too, right? Yeah, we have hats flying everywhere. Is uh is is your car like your skin released or are your are is your t-shirt released? What how do people get your t-shirts? The shirt, yeah, the shirts are available for pre-order right now. Um which is pre-order for pickup at the track. Um I don't know for sure if we're gonna have them available on site for purchase. Um, so I would say if you want one for sure to pick up in Tulsa pre-order it um, but you can go to teamabacusracing.com and then go to the shop link um, on their website 
and you can pre-order it for pickup in Tulsa. And then we're, we're going to have a separate link released later. That'll be for traditional online ordering where it'll ship to your house and stuff. Um, but I don't know if you'll be able to buy them on site unless you pre-order it, um, through the link on the website. So, um, if you know you want one, do it that way and you can, you can wear it, wear it out there in Tulsa. Well, hopefully I get my voice back before we go. Uh, I fly on Saturday, which means for the first time, I think it's the first time they've done practice all days on Sunday. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, it used to be all day Monday. Um, and then they raced all... prelims Monday, right? No, they, they would, it used to be, you practiced all day Monday and then the first prelim night was Tuesday. Um, so now I guess we got to be there another day, <laughs> practice all day Sunday and then race on Monday. I don't know why it worked fine the last three years. I don't know why they had to change it, but no, I think no, because last year they, the, Monday I mean, it took rubber, it good. took rubber. Yeah. Was, yeah it took rubber. Good. Yeah. It took rubber, I guess Monday night, didn't it? So maybe that's why this is, this is the right call in my opinion, because they practice all them cars Monday morning. Then they ran the uh, Virock, and then they ran, you know, the feature and the track. Was yeah, not right. So, like, I think this is the way to do it. But yeah, it does. It stinks because my wife's birthday is this week, and she's all like, "Oh, you know, you're not going to be here this weekend." And I'm like, "Sorry, I'm going I'm going back in the uh, in the old building." Yeah. So <laughs> hit your hit your emergency and airborne gummies this week. <laughs> what are those? Vitamin C gummies. Come on. That's a rookie. That's a rookie move. If you're not preparing yourself accordingly. I've never had this big of an issue. Really? You need it, especially since you're doing shootout, you needed to be eating those gummies like candy the week before you went out there. What kind of gummies? No, I'm just <laughs> well, I mean, those might help you. You never know. <laughs> wow. I hope my voice doesn't sound as bad as it does. In my ears. You're fine. <laughs> Anyways, it's going to be a good time this week. Chile uh, Will Mission Nationals, biggest week of the year, all year, on flow racing easily. Uh, and, and we're looking forward to it. You can also, if you want, go watch the Vado Wild West shootout where Kyle Larson is racing. But uh, we don't care about him. So let's, <laughs> let's go, baby. Tulsa. You ready, D. Welch? I'm pumped. Excited to get out there. Is your wife going? She's not. Why? Because our wedding's the week after, so she's going to stay home because she didn't want to sound like you the day of our wedding, I guess. Good move. <laughs> uh, you're going to be dragging like a corpse up, uh, you know, I'm like down the aisle for, for me to go up there towards, you know, stay fine. There, so. got a whole, we got a whole week to recover. We'll be fine. You got a wheelchair for me? <laughs> Yeah, it's electric. Yeah. <laughs> you would need a lot of material for that wheelchair. <laughs> I took it from I took it from the Harris Teeter. <laughs> wow. All right. This has been episode 101. Uh thank you to our Sun Dollar Restoration Hat Shakes of the Week. Who is yours, by the way? Did we even give ours? I gave mine to Axum. I don't know that you gave one. I gave mine to RTJ. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, he was impressive. Ricky Thornton Jr., gasser. I want to see him in a non-wing car. I want to see him in a Silver Crown car. I want to see him in a big 410 Sprint car. Uh, yeah, I want to I want to see him in all the cars. He's 
He's a heck of a race car driver. Uh, and and he's going to be racing again this week in the midget too. So I saw Nick Hoffman was also laid out as well. So these late little guys are coming over here and running some uh, open wheel cars and doing pretty good. Yeah, they've been, been good. You know, Ricky's... Ricky is uh, taking a little bit longer to get it picked up, but doesn't have the the reps that Hoffman does. So both those guys will be uh, will be you know they should be prelim you know prelim night feature guys for sure. Enjoy the racing on flow. This has been episode one hundred and one of the Loud Pedal Podcast on Flow Racing.